Hello, world. Hey, world. Hello, world. Welcome to Hello, world. The future is female. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hello World, the Future is Female. Today I'm talking with Sierra Beck, a technologist in New York, about how she stepped out of her comfort zone and created her own startup. She's currently the CEO of her company, Dated, a personalized dating assistant. But not only this, Sierra is definitely a person with many talents as she is proficient in several programming languages. She's amazing at graphic designs and has had experience in the financial industry, online dating space, early education technology, and even the defense industry. So thank you so much, Sierra, for taking the time to talk to me about stepping out of your comfort zone. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Isabella, for having me. Super excited to talk to you guys today. So going from a stable and prestigious job as a technology analyst at Goldman Sachs to creating a startup, what's kind of the biggest lesson you've learned about being a founder or even running a business? Yeah, it was definitely a very different, a very kind of exciting move to make that sort of a lot of people. Um, while I was at Goldman, a lot of people kind of didn't really, that wasn't something that they had aspired to do. That wasn't really a move that a lot of people had thought about. So kind of when I, when I first brought up to my team that I, I was going to leave my job and start a company, it was kind of a surprise to everybody. It was kind of just like a, a thing that doesn't really happen that much. So it was, it was definitely a jump that um, I, it took a lot of preparation. I think the biggest thing for me going from that stable job to starting a company is when you first launch your company, obviously you're not going to immediately have revenue and it's, it's, you kind of have to be financially stable enough to support yourself and sort of be really just focused on making your company success and not really, well, I could be making this much money at my corporate job, but instead I'm here just kind of grinding it out for my personal kind of my personal passion project. Um, which I think was, was probably the biggest part of moving, making that move, making that jump. Um, but definitely don't regret it. It was, it's been super worth it. Um, and definitely a great, a great career move for me. So you've definitely touched on dated being kind of your passion project and not expecting it to kind of make that much revenue right at the get go. So why did you decide to make dated your full-time job or do you feel any external pressures to make this company so successful? Yeah, I think, um, so in, ter- in terms of a timeline, um, I really started working on the dated project probably about six months before I, I decided to make it a full-time project. Um, so I definitely was working on it kind of on the side while I had my full-time job. It was like I would get home from my job and kind of work on it. I'd either like design something or I'd come up with like ideas and just sort of start that process, kind of validate the market, making sure that this is a product that people are interested in. Uh, and then the, t- the time kind of just came for me where it was it was kind of I couldn't, I didn't have enough time during the day to balance both my regular job and the dated project. It had kind of reached such a point where it required kind of my full attention. Um, it was also at the point where we kind of, we had investor interest, we had customer interest. So it was just kind of a product that has been out there for a little bit. And it really just kind of seemed like the stable decision to make at that, at that time. It was, I couldn't really continue doing both my regular job and working on this project on the side. It really needed to become my full-time priority in order for it to be successful. So that really, that really kind of forced me to make that leap. Um, I definitely did feel, I guess, a bit of pressure to make it a success, I think, sort of leaving leaving that very stable, great job that I had at Goldman. I think a lot of people thought it was a mistake, and I think I kind of had to prove to them that it wasn't a mistake for me. Uh, so I think that was kind of the biggest thing that, maybe not drove me, but kind of the biggest thing that was like, oh, I have this pressure to be successful just because people kind of thought it was a silly career move. Um, and so really, I guess that was kind of my, my goal going into it, was just kind of to prove that leaving your corporate jobs is not really the 
it's not the only only career path and starting your own startup and like launching your own thing is if everyone wants to take it I think it's, it's a great risk for, for people to do if that's something you're interested in. Do you still feel any pressure to make this successful now that it has been like you're getting this business going? Um, I think a lot of the pressure is off. I think now um, everyone everyone's just kind of interested to see where it goes. I think I've kind of proven that it was it was kind of worth the experience. It was worth like leaving my job. It wasn't sort of a mistake. So I think now that I've I feel that I've proved that it's really just growing the product, growing. Um, outreach and, and sort of becoming even bigger and better of a product so. Mm-hmm. so what's your favorite thing about being a CEO or entrepreneur of your own startup yeah I think it's awesome I think what's really cool is when you go you go about your daily life and not that you don't have that much control you have you've kind of control over the things you do but it's not you're never really creating a product for yourself that is something that either you would use every day or people you know would use every day and so coming into the startup space and being an entrepreneur really allows you to to change something that you're unhappy with. And for me, that was kind of the online dating space. But I know I mean, for other people that, that can be kind of anything in your daily life that you're, you're kind of unhappy with. Um, and being able to kind of make that impact in that space is probably my favorite thing. Um, online dating was something that I, it's kind of weird to say that you're passionate about online dating, but I, I like, it was something that sort of was a big frustration point in my life and a big frustration point in a lot of my friends' lives. Um, and even just, just living in New York City, I know that online dating is a, a huge point of discussion and also just a huge point of dislike in people's lives. No one really is happy with the experience. And so for me, just kind of being able to, to try to make that experience better, try to give users kind of a better, better end result and really just make life easier for them in that small way is really my favorite thing about it. And also just kind of having having that control and flexibility over your product and sort of you get to drive the direction it goes. Obviously you have to listen to to market research and sort of your customers, but you are really at the end of the day kind of in charge of growing the business and that's super exciting. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I knew like a startup was supposed to be about kind of like a passion or a problem that you're trying to solve. And I never really thought online dating was was such like a big thing that I guess a lot of people definitely struggle with. So for anybody listening who might want to become an entrepreneur or business owner, what advice do you have on, on how they should approach this or where they can go to get some ideas on how to get started? I think the biggest thing for me personally, I know this isn't like a hard rule, but for me it was barely... I had an idea and then I decided to become an entrepreneur based on that idea. I know a lot of entrepreneurs are like, well, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't have an idea. So I have to spend X amount of time coming up with an idea. And then sort of, it almost feels forced. And it's like, you're forced to come up with an idea. Maybe the first idea you have, you know, you don't really love it, but you want to be an entrepreneur. So you kind of run with it. Um, and then you get kind of so far down the line and you realize, Oh, maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe I don't, I'm not interested in it at all. And I think when you let the idea come first, I think that was super helpful and it really just helped one, to make sure that it was something you cared about, something that you were passionate about. Um, be, because being an entrepreneur and running a startup is a lot of time and dedication, and it's kind of hard to do that if you're if you're working on a product that, that you don't care about at all. And so it, it's really important to find finding that motivation to kind of be passionate about your product and, and, again, kind of knowledgeable about that space that you're in. Once you kind of have that idea or kind of once you have a, a direction you want to go in, I'd say... There's so many open source resources out there that are super helpful. Um, for me personally, I think I got a lot of help from from people who have been entrepreneurs before. And kind of what I noticed was everyone is super, everyone in the space is really friendly. Everyone kind of wants to talk to you about their experience and kind of give advice. Um, and that's, that's what kind of really helped me was those people who have been through the process before. 
And in terms of advice for that, I think when I started, I was kind of scared to reach out to people just because I was like, oh, they don't know me. They don't, they're not going to care about sort of what I'm doing or like they aren't going to have any sort of things to offer. But that's not true. Everyone is super friendly and sure you'll reach out to people sometimes who won't get back to you. And, but you just have to not let that hurt you and kind of focus on those people that, that do get back to you, those connections you do make. Um, and really just looking to those resources for, for help, whether that be sort of connecting with you investors, connecting or sort of giving you guidance on maybe like what programming language to use for your project or like what framework you should use, things like that are things that you could obviously find by yourself. You could do a lot of research, but kind of making those connections and talking to people just makes it a little bit easier for, for you to get started. Being in the startup world obviously requires a tremendous amount of work and dedication. So what motivates you to generate new ideas for branding, improving your app, coding, or um, even just like this app, this entire company in general? Or how do you not get overwhelmed by what this job demands? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be fair, I do. I, not that I get overwhelmed a lot, but I think that's part of being an entrepreneur is that the, your work is going to like, envelop you and it is kind of overwhelming. Um, and that's kind of like going back to what I said is it's really important to kind of be passionate about the thing that you're doing. Um, I think if I had never used on like an online dating project and I didn't have friends that, that use the products kind of all the time, I wouldn't really have been that passionate about it, but kind of really seeing, seeing the problem in the industry firsthand and sort of just hearing people talk about it daily. And like, it, it just kind of became something that I really wanted to change. And I think that was what was driving me forward was making that change to sort of other people's lives. Um, I mean, I think, I think I really just let the product motivate me in kind of the space that I was in just because it does, it is a lot of work and a lot of times it'll feel like you're kind of, you're doing all this work and maybe like you're not getting the number, like the user engagement that you want, or you're not getting like the number of downloads that you wanted. Um, and it's really important to kind of stay, stay motivated past that and really just focus on one, like what you've accomplished so far. I think that's something that was really helpful for me to kind of look back and be like, well, I've, I've done this, 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 and this, and I'm, I'm still moving forward and it's been good. Um, so that's definitely something that kind of helps, but also um, having a clear plan kind of for the future. Um, but definitely, I, I think another thing is when I first started out, I really tried to make kind of a really rigid schedule for myself, a really rigid sort of release plan. This is a certain date where I want to have like X amount of revenue, kind of very strict in that sense. And I think it's important to have a direction you want to go, but I think it's important to kind of be flexible along that way. Um, so that way when things come up that are kind of spikes in the road, you can move past that and like continue to have that motivation um, as long as you're not too set on like a very specific narrow path. Yeah, that's really great advice on how you say that. Just have a broad plan, but don't be discouraged if not everything yeah. kind of follows through with that. That's really, um, that's definitely important, especially with, like starting a new company or anything like that. So kind of going back to that idea phase of starting this and it kind of starting out as just kind of a side job to you, where'd you know where to start with this? Yeah, that was, that was a really good point. I definitely didn't know where to start at first. Um, but I really just kind of threw myself into it. I mean, so my, my product, my concept was like an app-based product. It wasn't sort of a physical manufactured thing. Um, and so for me, it was really kind of, first of all, doing the research on sort of how to produce an app, how to like get an app to people's phones. Um, and then I started kind of learning app design and started learning the graphic design that goes along with it and sort of the pairing of those. And, and for me, I think it was really important to just put out like that minimum product as soon as possible. And I, the things that I did first were kind of those, those steps that allowed me to produce that minimum product. 
I think kind of once you get to that point, you can, you can launch the marketing, you could launch investor outreach, all of those kind of things come after. But I think it's kind of important to kind of keep in mind throughout the whole process that at the end of the day, what it's about is your product. And it's not obviously how well you market your product is something that's really important. And sort of the people that you have working on the product is super important, but at the end of the day, it's like, this is your product. Are people going to use it? And does it, does it sort of make people's lives better? Um, and that's really, I guess what I, what I just developed around what I kind of, how I formulated the pipeline and kind of how I, I made that timeline going forward of, of what to do. Mm-hmm. And as a final question on, um, just kind of this entire episode of stepping out of your comfort zone, taking it little by little and kind of the path of creating dated, how do you plan on changing the world now or even in the near future? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I think I think that's super cool to kind of have the desire to change the world. And I think that's something that kind of everyone should experiment with. And I think for me, the, the first thing kind of immediately and what I'm trying to do with data is really um, change the online dating space. I think right now the online dating space is very toxic. A lot of people just don't like it. And a lot of people it really just produces kind of a toxic relationship with that online dating. And then in turn, it kind of portrays to the the idea of dating in general. And you kind of have a negative opinion on it based on online dating experiences, things like that. And I sort of really would love to change the world's view on that inside of made it, make it more of an enjoyable, make it more of a, like a worthwhile process and not something that people hate doing, not something that people dread. So that that's kind of my goal within the online dating space. But I think also, um, just to change the world in general, I think something that I'm super passionate about is like, females in STEM and also just the general inclus- inclusivity of the world. And I think that's something that I work a lot for. And especially, I, I think particularly women in STEM is-, is the big thing and women in entrepreneurship as well. I think the number of women run companies, especially in this, this early stage is so low and it's super important for girls to just get out and, and try it and like not feel not feel discouraged just because the majority of company founders are male or maybe the majority of investors out there are male. And it's not, that is something scary. And it's something that I kind of want to make girls and women as they grow in their career, kind of feel more comfortable making that jump, even though they're not, not as accurately represented as they should be. Um, So that's just another thing I'm, I'm hoping to kind of work towards changing in the future. Yeah, that's definitely great. I definitely agree with that. Like, um, you shouldn't be discouraged if your product doesn't fit, if it fails at first, like you should just keep on going and um, seek that, yeah. yeah, seek that advice from like an entrepreneur or someone, just reach out to them and um, maybe they'll respond and you can, um, you can continue your project from there. So thank you so much for providing such invaluable insight on how you step out of your comfort zone and how you're already seeing these positive impacts in the dating space and, kind of that negative connotation of that just kind of disintegrating with this um, business that you're creating the impacts of what you're doing is just so immense and so impactful to so many people's lives so during this entire episode I've just been like in awe of the leadership the skills like your plans um for dating and how you like worked at Golden Sachs which is like so prestigious (laughs) and then it's like you casually created something your own business it's like this so admirable and 
all my friends and I are like, we talk at lunch, so like, okay, what is our future is going to be looking like? And this is, you're just like that idol kind of thing that we all oh, so kind of oh, wow. want to be. So <laughs> your message is just so inspiring to anyone who might want to go into entrepreneurship or even in the startup world. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Isabella. I really, really love talking with you. That's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.